can be seen by the heavenly father. I can be known by Jesus and I can be touched by Holy Spirit. Hey friends, I'm Ryan Channel, a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, encouraging other women to seek and know God and grow a deeper relationship with Him. Welcome to Wellness and the Word, a podcast helping Christian women create ultimate mental and physical wellness through meditating on God's Word to renew our minds, learning how to apply His truth to our lives, and taking care of our bodies the way He intends us to. My love for Jesus and my passion for wellness as a holistic health coach collide in this podcast that shares the gospel. Gospel literally means good news, friends. Don't we need more of that in today's world? I believe we all have a God-shaped hole in our hearts, and I want to point you to the only one who can fill it. Come join me and be encouraged as we chat about God's love and how to take care of you. Hey friends, welcome to Wellness and the Word. It's Testimony Tuesday, one of my favorite days of the week. And I'm excited because today I have Kristen Fields Chadwick with me sharing her testimony. She is the owner of a podcast production company, host of Holistic Hearts Podcast, a podcast pursuing wholehearted holistic living and a spirit-led coach. She is a mama of four kiddos, including twins, and has been married to her hubby, Joshua, for over 15 years. I'm really looking forward to sharing this conversation with you. It was so much fun just talking with her, and we both have this love for the Lord that we want to share with the world, so that's just always a good time for me to talk to other believers. And next week, you're going to get to hear Kristen again on Faith Friday, where she's going to share even more with us. And I'm really looking forward to that as well. So enjoy this episode. Well, hey, Kristen, welcome to the podcast today. I'm so excited to have you. Oh, thanks for having me. This is such a gift. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to hear your testimony and just how God has worked in your life. But to begin, will you just tell us a little about yourself and kind of have you always been a believer or is that something that's been a journey for you? Oh, that's a great question. All right. Well, a little bit about me. I am a Southern girl at heart. I grew up in Georgia, three older brothers, um, the only girl, and moved out to Colorado for college and stayed put. It's been about 15 years and met the love of my life here. We have three boys and one girl, and uh, including twins. And to answer the question, was I always a believer? That's always such a tricky question because, yes, I grew up in the church in an interesting way um, and really didn't start diving into my relationship with the Lord until I was in high school and then more so in college. And then, as we'll probably talk about a little bit later, uh, kind of where the rubber met the road for me and my faith was when I became a mom. I know how that is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yep. We need God more than ever in mo- in motherhood, right? <laughs> so true. So true. Yeah, I'm yeah. so thankful for him, especially in motherhood, because it can be yeah. an interesting journey. And I just think I need him more than ever. And just that guidance that God provides to us that, that we can then provide our kids. I'm so grateful to just know him. Yes, absolutely. Yep. I don't know how, I don't know how I could do it without him. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So you kind of answered this a little bit, but maybe you can elaborate. What was your turning point in your relationship with God? Yeah. Okay. So 
the turning point for me was I was already, so I had a daughter and then I had a son. And so about two years old and then about a year old was my son. And then I found out I was pregnant with twins and, um, my, yeah. (laughs) Um, I was involved with mops at that time, uh, mothers of preschoolers, and I was on the ministry team. I, um, was serving, I was doing Bible study, um, you know, you know, checking off all the boxes. And as my pregnancy continued on, I started having health issues, um, that were not really solvable unless the twins were born. Um, and so pushed through. I barely slept at all, um, the last trimester due to these health issues. And I continued to have health issues after the twins were born, um, because I had autoimmune stuff going on and it really kicked it into gear. And so, um, at the same time, our second son started to show signs of just not the typical, two-year-old stuff. And, um, it really kept pushing me to my limit. So he wouldn't sleep at night. I wouldn't sleep at night. I'm breastfeeding two babies and, um, really was at the end of my rope physically. And I remember starting to question, is this all there is to faith? Because I don't feel like I'm doing a very good job and nor do I feel like it's affecting our family. And, um, I keep doing the Bible study and there was just so much head knowledge, but it wasn't connecting to my heart. Um, and so one night after a very intense night with my son, um, I, the only way he would sleep is if I read Psalms out loud outside of his door. And, um, I remember just being a puddle on the floor and just saying, God, there's gotta be more than this. Like, really, I need you to show me that you're so much bigger than what I think you are. Mm. And really that was such a pivotal point in my faith journey and how he showed up through various people. Um, the very next, uh, Tuesday, he, had on that Bible study morning, a dear, who would be my dear friend. Um, she came up on the stage and talked about Holy spirit. And I did not know about Holy spirit growing up. Um, it was just not the part of the Godhead that we talked about. And so as soon as she started talking about it, I was like, Oh, I want to know more. And so we began to meet one-on-one and really the Lord showed me who the Holy spirit was through her, um, very being, she was the most peaceful person. Um, and I just loved that answer to prayer because it was what I needed in that season of, please tell me you're real and I need your peace. And it was so chaotic at home. So that was a shifting point for me. And then, um, do you want me to keep going? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I just, I have a couple of things to say. I, I okay. love, I love this story. I'm just so like enthralled already. <laughs> I, I love that you, you talked about, you had all this head knowledge. So you knew about God, 
Mm-hmm. You can know about God, but it's different when you know God. And I yeah. love that you prayed like a bold prayer of God, is this all there is? And I, I need more. And he mm-hmm. wants that from us. It's not that we're questioning him. It's that he wants us to come to him with our needs mm-hmm. and tired and weary and all of it. And I just love that you did that. And he answered. Yeah. And the last thing I wanted to say was the Holy spirit, because like you said, that's kind of the one that gets forgotten, mm-hmm. you know, in the, the Trinity. And what I think is really interesting about that is that the Holy spirit is who God sent to us to be with us here on yes. earth, to be our, our counselor and our advocate. And I just think that is, it's kind of funny that we forget about that because that's what is here with us right now that speaks to us, that is with us. So I really mm-hmm. like that you made that point. Yeah. Yeah. That was the biggest eye opener for me. And, and even just beginning to open my eyes to like, he's so much more wild and adventurous than we think he is. Mm -hmm. And that is what I needed. And, and like you were saying the head to the heart and, and really knowing him. Um, so this dear friend of mine who began this journey with me, um, her husband is, known for saying we can know a lot about God, but do we know him? And that was huge for me. Like, wow, I, I know a lot about him. (laughs) Yes. I can give the right answers at Bible study. Yep. Mm -hmm. But do I open myself up to that and let him come in? And that was, that was really where the real big shift happened for me. I love that. It's such a good, it's a convicting question and such a good question to kind of ask yourself if you're feeling really disconnected, I think too, from Mm -hmm. God, am I, do I know God or do I just know about God and what can you do to change that? Because yeah, we can get so sucked into just like checking the boxes. And I really love that. That's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And we can be honest with ourselves and God. So there's no shame in it and we can change it. So that's good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll share a little bit more of that turning point because it, it made such a huge difference in how I went from my head to my heart. So, so this friend invited me to a retreat and, um, again, I was, you know, just starting to learn about Holy spirit. Um, I pretty much was numb at that point of just, I think I was just living in a trauma, um, like constant trauma. Um, and so I, went to that retreat. It was a four day retreat in a home in the mountains, very intimate group. And I remember walking in nervous and still that seemed like, come on, God, you got to show me like, what is this all about? And we started to do, um, a thing, which I now do, which is called encounters. And um, everybody lays on the floor and there's one person kind of guiding you through, uh, imagination and encountering Jesus face to face. And I had never done this before. My real emotions in that were, I don't know if I'm going to be able to visualize this <laughs> because I'm very shut off right now. And as soon as I hit the floor and they turned on music and the gal started speaking, like, And as you approach Jesus and you're looking at him face to face, I immediately started tearing up and Mm -hmm. like, I did not cry. I, I, 
like was known for not crying ever. (laughs) And like something shifted in me where it just poured out and it was this back door to healing or to start of healing and to knowing him intimately in a space that was just me and him. And it was safe and it was, I felt known and I felt seen by him. And then to have other people come in, this is where the Holy spirit comes in and he's speaking to somebody else about me. And they come up to me and they're like, Hey, I want you to know that I felt like God said, I hear and see every tear at night when you're up all night. And I was like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) how did you know that? (laughs) (laughs) And then just like walking through that whole very personal healing touch. And, um, from that moment on, it was like, Oh, please give me more. I will continue to continue, continue, continue to meet with you face to face, because that is where life is Mm -hmm. so precious. And I can be seen by the heavenly father. I can be known by Jesus and I can be touched by Holy spirit. So that's where, Ooh, that's, yes. that's where it all changed for that's me. That's amazing. I love that. I, I love how you just talk about the intimacy because it is such an intimate relationship that we get to have with him. And it's such an honor and sometimes I think that it can feel when you're not familiar with it, it can sound really strange or it can feel really strange at first, but Mm -hmm. it is, I just love the visualization of he is our dad. I think when my, my oldest was little, he must've learned it at church maybe, but he would say, God's my big dad. (laughs) My big dad. Like, yeah, he's your big dad. So it just reminds me of that. I just love that visual of we get to have that relationship. And if you didn't have a good relationship with your earthly father, Mm -hmm. you still get to have that chance to have what you imagined or, you know, Mm -hmm. or if you do have a good relationship with your earthly dad, then you get to just picture God as your big dad and your daddy, Mm -hmm. and he will take care of you and he will listen and you can cry to him and there's zero judgment. And I just, I just love that visualization. Love that. Yeah. Can I speak to that? Yeah, please. Okay. So when I first started doing the encounters on my own, um, it was very, when I pictured the father, I had a hard time picturing the father, me and Jesus were tight. Like I could, I could really (laughs) picture Jesus and we would have fun together. Um, but there was something, there was a block with the father and, um, it, it, what is so cool is that how he, when I say that, that the encounters are such a tool for inner healing that could be years of counseling. And I have done years of counseling, but in this encounter, in this imaginary, it's not even imaginary. It's, it's our spirit connecting with his spirit, but I would picture, he gave me a picture of walking in a cabin where the father was sitting in front of a fireplace. And so when I would enter in, into this space in my mind, in my prayer time, I would always approach him and his back would be turned towards me, just looking at the fire. And over time it was, I would walk closer and then I would sit next to him, but I wouldn't really talk to him yet. And he would just still be there. And then it was, he had a baby book of mine and was flipping through it. And he'd be like, do you see that? I was there. And then, um, 
it then became so precious to where our chairs were like turned towards each other. And now it's shifted to now we sit on the front porch of the cabin and we talk about just random things, whatever he wants to talk about that day. But my, my point in that is he's so tender. The father is so tender that he allowed me to be the one to approach him and to have this tenderness of like, I'm good when you want to come, like I'm here. And it, I mean, that was like a year or so of encounters with him and how precious to look back and be like, wow, I couldn't even like picture the father, uh, you know, a year and a half ago. And now it's him and I on the front porch drinking coffee most mornings talking about like, what's going to happen today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. That is beautiful. That tenderness that you brought up of God and who he is, and he's never going to be pushy or try to force us to have a relationship with him. His arms are open wide when we are ready. And I, Mm -hmm. I think that's where people have gotten it wrong in religion is Mm -hmm trying to force or trying to make people follow these specific rules. And God, he doesn't work like that. He just doesn't. He is tender and he is waiting for you. And so if you've ever had that encounter with somebody who tried to force things upon you or for force, you know, certain beliefs on you, God's not like that. And I think that's something I want to share with people because I think so many people have been wounded by other people or churches. And I, I, it makes me sad because it's like, that's not who God is. That's not God's doing. Right. So I love how you talk about that tenderness and he just waited for you. That's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I think there too, like, even in that, I love that you, you were saying how like people that you've encountered or, um, may have felt like God is a God that points a finger. Um, and I think, um, he's steady where that was my, my thing was I had to come to a conclusion that he doesn't ever change. It's not dependent on, on where I'm at. It's not dependent on where he's at. Like he's just always love. So he's not going to be in a bad mood. He's not going to be, you know, he's just always in a good mood. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He's consistent. I love that too, because as humans, you never know what you're going to get sometimes with us. (laughs) And I, I just, I always think of that too, Mm -hmm. that he is not conditional. Like we can be, he is unconditional. He's always loving. He's always good. And just such good reminders. I love that. Yeah. So Kristen, if you could thank God for one, one person in your faith journey, who would it be? I'm going to have to go with my dear friend, Jenny, who was the one that walked up on that stage at that Bible study one morning and started talking about the Holy spirit. It was really brave because it was in a Presbyterian church and, Mm, yeah. (laughs) um, yeah. And so I, I lit. I literally went up to her at the end and was like, will you be my friend? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) And she was like, okay. (laughs) And then we ended up like just having coffee with our kids, um, at the, the church had a coffee shop. And so we would let our kids play on the little play area and we would just dive deep. I mean, it was every week we would cover big topics and she would never be afraid to talk about, you know, I'd be like, but how come I don't feel peace and when it's so chaotic and how do I parent? And this is really hard. And she would just sit with me in it and, um, 
nothing like a friend who sits with you in it, leads by example. Um, and I just, I wanted what she had because it was tangible. I mean, mm. so tangible. And so she really taught me peace and how to worship as my weapon. And that's, I mean, I remember her telling me, she was like, oh yeah, every morning I go in my closet and I just lay it all out. I just worship in my closet by myself. And I was like, you do what? (laughs) (laughs) And really being aware that that actually changed her atmosphere and it would change everybody else's atmosphere. And so it was contagious. I was like, yes, please give me some of that. (laughs) Yeah, totally, totally. So where did your journey take you from there, Kristen? How did your faith evolve? Oh, so the encounters were huge. um, And it just felt like a muscle. Um, You know, at first I'd be like so distracted. Um, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to picture being in a garden. That's kind of where I started was sitting in a garden and, um, just allow Jesus to enter in. And then even if it was like one minute, it was just like a quick thinking at the stoplight. Okay. What would Jesus be saying right now? If he was sitting right next to me, or I'd picture him on the beach next to me. Um, and so that was key. And then figuring out worship, um, and what that looks like more than just going into a building and singing three songs and continuing on with the day or listening to Christian radio, which those are great things. But, um, and I would say, and I would, I began to understand that worship was a tool for me to, um, center myself and remind myself that he is good. And no matter what is happening around, then I can always come back to him and find that peace in worship. Um, and I think the more I dove into that, the more I created a community that was full of Jenny's around me, Um, the more I was able to really stay connected because before that time period, I really felt like there was lots of mountaintop experiences and then it would go back to like real life and mountaintop and then real life. And then that time period started getting shorter and shorter, the more that I could carry, um, or jump into worship or jump into the encounters or, um, start journaling from the father's perspective to myself or, you know, being with other people that were on the same faith journey. That was huge for me. I love that. That's beautiful. And just that reminder of how important community is Mm -hmm. and just connecting with God every single day. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And it seems like you eventually, you know, you knew a lot about God and then you finally kind of put it into knowing God intimately and deeply. And I love that. So how do you end up transforming your family and your motherhood specifically? That's so good. Well, I realized that, oh, I was like queen of if, and I still struggle from time to time, if I'm honest, but 
if I got up early and my kids interrupted me, it was like, oh, I just want to be alone. For I know. <laughs> um, but I really felt like the Lord really softened my heart and really was like, that's not how I would handle interruptions. And I just want you to live your life interwoven with me instead of from five 30 to six 30 in the morning. Oh. And, um, and so the conversations started to develop and it just naturally would happen. Like we'd be in the, in our van going somewhere and I'd be like, Hey, what, what do you think God's saying today? And they would all listen and we would sing worship. And, um, that was probably the most changing game changer for us is when everybody was in a really crummy mood, we would turn on worship in our living room and, and it would be fun worship, like upbeat, you know, jump around music and everybody's attitude would shift. And so that was a big, a big role. And I would say too, um, so my husband and I, he grew up Christian, um, very developed in his faith, ended up walking away from the Lord right when we got married. And, um, that was super hard and we've talked about it on our podcast together, but basically he saw me walking out this journey with my faith and then ended up having a pretty life-changing moment for himself about four years after I did. And, um, but I remember in that season being like, I felt very strongly that the Lord was like, I need you to let him go. Like, just let it go. It's not your job to preach to him. It's not your job to be like, well, I wish you would pray. And I wish you would just take us to church and no, 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 that's not helpful. (laughs) And I literally had to lay it down, lay it down. And he came for my husband in this mighty, mighty way. Um, that I could never have prayed for, imagined. Um, I mean, he had a plan the whole time. And um, so that was a big thing for us was this journey together and separate of like, I'm staying in my own lane. I'm, I'm doing what I feel like God is calling me to do. And I'm allowing space for God to, to work in his heart as well. And then watching the fruit of that come. And that shifted our family hugely once he started connecting with the father and having that tenderness, um, and him bringing it to our kids was so beautiful. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that. That's so awesome. I hadn't known that about your husband. So that's really cool. And it reminds me of, I don't know what verse it is in the Bible, but there's a verse in the Bible that talks about just letting, if you're a wife, whose husband doesn't believe letting Mm -hmm. your actions transform their heart. So that's exactly what you did. And I just love that. That's amazing. I've heard that from one of my mentors in church, just being a silent witness to her husband or the others. And it's such a beautiful picture. It's a lot harder to do. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) But I love that. That is so cool. And I like how you talked about just the aspect of worship, because worship is such a big part of our relationship with God. And I know putting worship music on transforms our home too, because it is just so fun. And I think, especially if you're not a Christian or you're outside of like a Christian church, 
you think ah, music's a little weird. I know when I first started attending a Christian church, I was like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> and now I love it. I love it so much. Like it's, it's always on. So, and that's how yeah. I start my mornings because it starts my mornings so yeah. much better when I have that. Yeah. So yeah. fun. Cool. Well, we're going to have Kristen back on the podcast next week for Faith Friday, and I'm really excited to have her then. But before then, if everyone wants to connect with you, where can they connect with you? Well, uh, you can go to my website, which is my blog. I have my podcast, and that is www.kristenfieldschadwick.com, and we can I'll give you the link. Um, it's a long name to spell. <laughs> Or you can find my podcast on Apple or on Spotify. And that is Holistic Hearts. Awesome. Yes, I will definitely link to all of that. And I'm really excited to have you back next week to talk more on faith and some other fun stuff we're going to talk about. So thank you so much for sharing everything today. This has been really fun. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Lana Send the Word. May you be blessed and always be a blessing. Bye. Hey friends, thanks for listening to Wellness and the Word. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would love for you to share it with a friend so others can be encouraged along with us and join God's family. He loves all of us and he wants all of us to know him. And this is one way that we can share him with other people. So thank you so much.